Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the Toast. Happy Thursday. And it's a great Thursday because an unexpected back-to-back Jackson Claude in the studio together. Ben was supposed to be here today, but he's, quote, so busy. So Jax is here. Even better. Even better. I'm filling in for Ben, who's, who's filling, filling in, in for, for you. me. And it's the original recipe, which is such a joy. It's so great to be back with you yesterday, Jackson, to do it again. I don't know what I did in this life to be esteemed with such honor, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's so crazy we used to do this every day. I know. And now it's just such a sweet treat. Sweet treat. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, everyone. Yesterday, I announced my children's book, The Camper and the Counselor, which you can see here. And also, if you're listening as a podcast, check out my Instagram. And I got so much love, support, pre I mean, how could you not? Look at that fucking cover. And it just meant so much. So thank you to everyone who was excited for me and sent their love and who ordered the book. And I think to... To, you know, thank everyone for how excited they, there was so much support. To thank everyone for their support, I should read the second page. Another page? Maybe slowly we'll like end up reading the whole book. Okay, but you have to start from the beginning again, right? So I read the first page yesterday and now I'm going to read the second, okay? It's the first day of camp. My bags are tightly packed. My duffel trunk and pillow are all neatly stacked. We bump and we bounce up curves, bends and hills. The windy camp roads give me goosebumps and chills. We're here, I yell as we pull into the drive. We've made it to camp. I'm so glad to arrive. As I head to the bunk, I'm filled with suspense. My heart's beating fast and my shoulders feel tense. Ooh. Now you can get the full book October 10th, 10th. but pre-order now at thecamperandthecounselor.com. Link in my bio, link in my stories, link everywhere. Link but up my ass. like Search me on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, Inbound. Yeah, it's the number one children's book on Amazon right now. Not, It's not a big deal or anything. Just, you know, up there with your colleagues, Dr. Seuss and Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl, yes. Yes, I woke up today to the number one children's book spot on Amazon. Gang, gang. is insane. And there's so many children's books out there. Like There are so many. And it's a really competitive category. No, you're up there with literally Dr. Seuss. What's the one I was saying? Where do you go now? Oh, the places you'll go. The places, similar. Literally, oh, the places you'll oh, go. Oh, the places you'll go. Like you're up there like with, with the greats. With the Thus greats. making you a dot, 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 great question mark? Exclamation point. Amen. Inevitable. Terrible? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never stop quoting Vanessa Hudgens. Abysmal hysterical COVID Instagram story. No, I literally live so I'm free in my mind. The, the intonation. With the camper and the counselor. The intonation and the sort of rhythm in which she speaks should be studied. It's so or, poetic. Or is it because you've watched it so many times? I haven't even watched it that many me times. Either. I've said it 55,000 times. But maybe it's just me quoting yours. Right, your right. Special. It is in my special. So Maybe it's me quoting you, not Vanessa. That's more me. Yeah, to like quote the quoter. No, to quote Turdy. So true. And Turdy Specials. Turdy Specials. That's my specialty. It's your special turd. <laughs> Anyways, make sure to pre-order the book if you haven't already because it is so appreciated Stunning. by me and helpful to me in terms of like book placement mm-hmm. and bookstores and all that jazz. Also, after this episode today, Claude and I are recording a Patreon episode, podcast and vodcast for the Patreon all about the book. We're taking all of your questions, like how I got it published, how I found an illustrator, what the process was like, because it was like a, a journey, 18 month process at this point. Yeah. So I'm excited to share all of that. It's going to be fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, obviously this is a huge accomplishment, but I kind of accomplished something like kind of major yesterday too. 
You got a car. I got a car. Not only did I get my very first car, I also vlogged the whole thing. So that's also on Patreon. All the more reason to become a Patreon member. Like, mm-hmm. the vlog, the episode today, like... The 300 episodes that are waiting for you if you join today. Literally. Literally. Yesterday's episode was so fabulous. So funny. I was laughing so hard. I watched it again. There were so many, like, funny things that had me just laughing at, upon remembering that. And you know what I think we should do? We should do it again. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't fucking do that. What's wrong with you? Don't point at me like that. Like I don't know. It's just. I mean, I would be pointing at me too if you know if someone was wearing this. If I was you, I'd, I'd point wanna, at me too. I'd point at me too. I'd point at me too. Yeah, I'm wearing uh, Era's merch. I actually got this merch at a meet and greet uh, a few days ago in Boston. Such a generous gift. I literally was like grabbing it out of her hands. I'm like, no, I couldn't accept it. I couldn't. She gave me uh, Era's merch and she also brought you one. And I, I really did feel bad taking it, but she told me she works at a radio station and got it for free. So oh, then I, was I didn't feel say, bad. Wow, she spent her time at the concert waiting online. No, the time and the money, like yeah, the energy. To give it to Turdy and I? I wasn't going to take it until I heard that she got it for free from work. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, then I was like, yeah, give it, bitch. Hand it over. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So I'm just like repping my girls today. The camper, the counselor, and Taylor. Squad goals. Squad goals. Now, we have a much more relaxed show today. Yesterday was like chaos. We had the book. We had the submersible. We had Dear Toasters. We still have the submersible. I know. But we had like yesterday five really important stories except for the fifth one. Um, And today, like the stories are... Chill. Chill. We're chill. We can chill. But... This, you know, the, the clock has run out. You know, I, the submersible is out of... We'll get to it. Okay, I just, like, I've thought of nothing else. That's why it's our first story. Yeah. I feel like everyone's talking about it. They are. It's the craziest, saddest thing, like, ever. Yeah. And, like, it's one of those things we'll really never know. Unless they... Unless they find it. Right. I don't really think it's, like, a plane where there's a black box, though. Like, it, there's a Logitech controller. No, right. It's real. Even if it was, like, a... If it was a legit submarine, yeah. Okay, there would be a black box. Uh... It's literally a minivan. Yeah. The only way we would know what would happen, what happened is if they find, is if they, they ran out of oxygen and that was the, the cause of death and then they find the submersible. And they're able to see, they, they'll be able to tell if they find it, like how long those people were in there alive. Yes. But I don't think they'll find it. You don't think they'll find it? I don't. Well, that's the thing about the sea. Not to just be like a stickler for the stories, for sure. but that's literally our first story okay. and our most major story. Okay. But that's just the thing about the sea. I just feel like you're stepping on the toes of the fast No, no, no I'm literally, I'm trying to change to- topics. Okay. The sea is so scary, you know? Yeah. There's so many parts of the sea that like are untouched by man, like, and they're so dark and like, and it just freaks me out. The ocean is so low-key scary. Especially like Thank the, you for that. the dark ocean, you know? Like the Turks and Caicos ocean is not scary. Like when you can't see it. Like this... Yeah, you're talking about the beach. No, no, no. Like, in the Turks and Caicos Ocean, like, you can go pretty deep and, like, it's all clear. Like, you can see it. That's not scary. But there are parts of the ocean that are, like, pitch black that are so deep and, like, no person has ever gone before. That's what's scary. Mm. Like, I think being, like, a maritime, like, somebody who works on the ocean, it's, like, I think, I add that to my list of, my like, a job I'd never want to have. No, there's definitely beauty in it. For sure, for sure. But, like, there's crazy storms. Of course. I think, like, that's just a job I'm not built for. For sure. But, like, for some people, like, to be a fisherman, yes, there's the risks. But, like, you're spending... Some people sit their whole life in a cubicle. Yeah. And you get to look no, at the great... Yeah, the job they never want to have is a cubicle. Right. But I don't think I could... Like, in... Uh, what's that book? It Happened One Summer? Yeah. How they're, like, fishermen and they're in, like, the choppy Seattle seas. Like, uh, no. Yeah. No. That's a job I'd never want to have. 
Okay, well, no one's asking you. Yeah, that's true. You're not qualified. Um, pretty much I would let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt and, um, the shoes that she gave me were not something I would particularly buy for myself. They were old maiden type of shoes. And she said that those shoes were meant to be worn on a beautiful woman. So if that's the case, she should have put them back on the rack because she yeah. was, they unqualified they would throw you overboard to own the, they would throw me overboard i'd literally be like i'd get so ca like caught up in the beauty at first i'd be like this is so beautiful we're so lucky to live in such a great country oh who say the way they would hate you hate you know those like silent types who like just live their life on boats yeah. oh my god they would hate hate it it yeah and that's how my story would end that's why you stay on land that's why i stay on land so true. So we do have a great show for you today. Yeah. Since we can talk about nothing other but than... But the submersible. The submersible we could get into. We could. Is there nothing else you want to update the, the crew on? Like, what's new with you, Jack? I mean, I've just been, like, in book In land, promo mode. In promo mode. I finished my other book last night. I've been reading. Oh, I want to hear how your reading is going. So slow. And it's not, it has nothing to do with the book. I'm so busy. Like, I have a car now. Right. Like, I'm so busy. Maybe you should listen to the book from your car. I'm not an audiobook girl, and I know that audiobooks tend to take longer than reading, especially for me. I'm such a fast reader, and this is a very long book. It says that it's going to take me 10 hours on my Kindle because it's such a long book. I think if I read it, it would take me 25. I mean, if I listened to it, it would take me 25. I don't know. I've never listened to it. I don't, I'm, but I like the book. I'm reading Claudia's The Rose reading Code. The Rose Code sheet for her book club. She asked me for a recommendation, and that's what I recommended. And I do like it. It's not my, obviously, my type of book, but it's good. I'm just, I've been so busy. And it's really long. I didn't realize how long it was when I recommended it. And I'm not hating it. And if it's good and long, that's fine by me. Um, I am going away this weekend, and I did just check the weather. It's supposed to rain the entire weekend, so I hopefully... Great. You know, an upside to that is that I'll finish the book. Yeah. I mean, I have to finish the book. Book club meets next week. Oh, and book club is meeting in New Jersey because one of our members lives in New Jersey and I'm driving the club. Oh my God. In my new car. You're driving everyone? Well, it's like a big book club and I only have four extra seats. How are you going to choose? I'm just going to write like I'm driving come one, come all. Or the people who listen to the show will mm. know to ask you for a ride. And that's how you can test your friends. Yeah, if you're a member of the book club and... You're listening right And you're now. listening. Claim a seat. Here's who I know listens every day. Margo and Abe. So... Not our sister Margo. Not our sister Margo. She would never. We have so many Margos in our life. Margo Fish, Margo Lewin, Margo Ashray. This is Margo Fish. So I know Margo Fish listens and I know Abe listens. So I think they'll probably get the first two seats. Now, I know Rachel listens, but I don't know if she listens every day. And she's been really busy at work and she's pregnant. So, like, you know, I'm not going to be mad at a pregnant woman. So... I think maybe Rachel will hear it. And I think, I think maybe Michelle will hear it. Do you think that Margo or Abe would text someone? No. They would let the chips fall where they may. You know, they would let this experiment run uninterrupted, Margo and Abe. And Margo and Abe, whoever listens first, you could also claim shotgun. Shotgun, yeah. You know, Abe's a gentleman. He'll let Margo sit in the front. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so it's like kind of drama at the book club. Oh, wow. I know. I should have gotten like a big Suburban Not for my you, car. Like, weaponizing your car. 100%. Oh, actually, this kind of throws a wrench in it. Jay Abe, I forget what I called him. Abe is actually going to be in New Jersey before book club starts. So I'm only driving him home. So someone gets bumped. No, I don't know. I don't know what that means for the, for the chauffeur. But you know what? The thing about like being the driver is like I'm doing everyone a favor. Like I'm not getting involved. Yeah. Like come as come one, come all. 
How is he going to get to New Jersey in the first place? Maybe he has a car. He doesn't. He'll probably Uber. I'm not sure. No, it's like the the intricacies and the dynamics of book club are getting really complicated. Damn. Is it going to be hard for you guys, like, while you're in the car on the way there to not talk about the book? Yes. That's the thing. Like, in the week leading up to book club, I can't really talk to my friends who are in book club because we'll just talk about the book. Yeah. And then it, like, spoils all the fun. Yeah. So also, in terms of my car, like, I got an easy pass. What else do I need? Like, I, I, like I almost forgot the easy pass. You mean for? Like, for life. Like, for driving. Like, what do you need inside a car? I got my insurance. I got my easy pass. What else do I need? Need? Really, like, nothing. Do you have an easy pass? No. Because I don't drive on the highway. No, you don't drive on the highway. And the ones in Florida are called something different. Like sun pass. Sun pass. That's so much better. So like, Florida. So Florida. And it's just, like, easy. It literally never even occurred to me because I will never be on the highway. Does Zach's car have an easy pass? I've never seen an easy pass in your car. Me neither. What do you, like, pay with cash like no, a grandmother he's on the highway a lot. all the time yeah so i don't know what he does maybe you know when you run through those things they just bill it to your house which is not terrible but he must have one yeah i never saw it me neither but i never looked for not it. us incriminating zach for avoiding tolls no no i don't think he avoids tolls you know on ways i, I mean you can't no on ways you can like take it so that they avoid all the tolls <laughs> then you like take four hours to go somewhere that's like 30 minutes i'll have to ask him after this what he does just a fun fact yeah all right i guess you guess we could get... Oh, so anyways, I finished my oh, book. That's how we started. Uh, that Churchill Woman. It's about Churchill's mother. And I tried to that's read so a nonfiction version over the holidays. And it was taking me forever. And I eventually gave up because I was going like, to not meet my reading goal. It was taking me weeks and I was 20%. I think that's also because the bibliography is really long. I love when they like when you think the book is long and then it's and 70%. It's like at 40, no, literally with these ones, it's like at 40%. It's oh, over. that's nice. And then there's like, you know... D- DBQs. I love when they put shit at the back, no, so it's like unexpected. No, it's the bibliography. When it's a nonfiction book. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. bibliography is half the book. Please stop saying bibliography. Okay. I have like actual trauma from school. The cited sources. That is worse. Like, okay. so I stopped reading that book, but then I did want to know like the story of Churchill's mother. So I was like, you know what? There's a historical fiction version. Maybe I haven't graduated to the level yeah. of nonfiction. So I read the historical fiction version, and it was a good like template. That gave me like the outline of her life, but I found it to be really lacking. So now I went back to the book. So I'm 20% into this nonfiction one. Do you feel like a sort of kinship to Churchill's mother since you're both like mothers of great men? Yes. Great thinkers? Yes. Historical figures? Well, definitely being a boy mom, it's like, how do I become the mother of a great man? Love that. And you did know? she give any tips? No, she like, she's just like really fabulous. Kind of. Check. Kind of like made herself scarce check <laughs> but was always there when Winston check. needed her when Winnie needed her when that's, that's what, what she called him that's what they call him in the book when when so I'll let you guys know how my progress is going going back to nonfiction but I think I'm gonna like do a fiction book during the day and then the nonfiction one at night to help put me to sleep love that for you yeah and love hopefully that for you. between the two I'll get through it fabulous so that's my reading update. Oh, and just like another brief update about me is I've been like preparing all week for this event I have tonight. Uh, yeah, me and Margaret were invited to the Summer I Turned Pretty premiere. Uh, it's next week. I'm literally, I, I ordered all these dresses. I'm like panicking. I'm like scrubbing my legs to do spray tan. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, if the event is tomorrow, aka today, this was last night, Margot's in Yellowstone. I was like, wait, is she not coming with me? And then I had to like reread our text where she was like, let's go to this. I'm like, okay. 
And it's next week. I'm deeply unwell. But it's my, a premiere. It's a premiere. That's cool. I know. I think I'll get to see the first episode before everyone else. No, are you gonna walk the red carpet? Yeah, that's why I got a new dress from one of my literal favorite brands. Like, just shout out Jonathan Simkai. Such gorgeous things. Such gorgeous things for a real woman, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I have so much Jonathan Simkai in my closet, like literally size 16 down to size 6. And I look good in all of them, like at any size. Like, he really knows how to... Flex in size yeah. 6. Oh, yeah. The dress that I'm wearing on Thursday is a size 6. 6. I'm so toxic these days. And you know what? I live for Isn't it. Isn't it awesome? It's awesome to be toxic. Now I know why you've been like this your whole life. No, okay. I'm so jealous of you. It's okay. Like, you needed to detox. You're going through a detoxing. But you'll be back. No, Don't worry. Toxic to my core. So true. Toxic to my core, core. Toxic to my core. Because toxicity is like really, gen- like genuinely, like a state of mind. Mm-hmm. That was a Descendants reference. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know the song, so I didn't jump in. Yeah, uh, for the mamas out there, and also just the people who like Descendants for, and aren't afraid to share it. For our teenage listeners. And for Snitch and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, without further ado, though, you did say something I wanted to follow up on. What? Oh, I just wanted to say you got a Seamla. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you got that in. Now, without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits, like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. And I'm titillated to announce that today I am an insured woman. Because whenever I do these ads, I'm like, Jackie has all of her insurance. I have insurance too. I have insurance too, because guess what? I have a car. So I have insurance, and State Farm made it so easy. And that personal price plan is everything, because you want to know what's so personal? Insurance. And comedy, and food, and poetry. But most importantly, insurance. State Farm knows how important personalization is. It means you have the power to choose what you want to include and what you want to leave out. It just feels better that way, and why shouldn't insurance work like that too? That's what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. You can choose to include options like bundling your home and auto policies, and that means you'll get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. In the end, you'll have a policy that gives you what you want. And doesn't that feel better? I'm not at the stage in my life where I can bundle my home and auto because I don't have a home, but like I hope to be there one day. Right now, I'm an auto girl. You know, I'm just an auto girl. But maybe I'll be a home and auto. Maybe I'll be a home auto and motorcycle. You know, who knows what is going to happen to me? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Let me just try that one more time. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today's episode is also brought to you by JS Health. JS Health Vitamins are a science-focused vitamin brand and a wellness brand that provides targeted formulas to help you meet your personal health goals, created using the highest quality ingredients backed by research. They're made in Australia and they're created by expert nutritionist Jessica Seppel. JS Health Vitamins have a formulation for you, whatever your needs are, from skin, digestion, stress, sleep, hair growth, and more. Aussies are globally renowned for their high supplement standards, and it really shows with these vitamins. So the Detox and Debloat, I think, are their best product. They're really popular. It's their tried and true global bestseller, and they're designed to reduce bloating and support natural detoxification based on traditional use, which is obviously traditional evidence is better. Jackie, we are so in our detoxification. Actually, you are. You're in your detoxification era. The vegan-friendly formula contains a unique blend of carefully selected ingredients, including turmeric, milk thistle, and fennel, at a research-backed supplement dose to support liver function and promote healthy digestion. This is a formula that can honestly give you comfort and confidence very quickly. And if you've experienced bloating, you know, A, how hard it is to tackle and B, like how uncomfortable and self-conscious it can make you feel. JS Health is a really great brand. I love their digestion and deep bloating 
supplements. Um, check it out if you have like a, a bloating issue, which I feel like a lot of us do, especially during that time of the month. Go to jshealthvitamins.com slash toast and use code toast for 20% off your order or your uh, first subscription order. So that's jshealthvitamins.com slash toast, code toast for 20% off your order or first subscription order. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. So the latest on the hunt for the Titan submersible. submersible. The U.S. Coast Guard said they're not giving up on the hunt for Titanic 5. It's still a rescue mission, and they are looking for survivors despite the oxygen supply running out as robots trawl the ocean floor, and OceanGate co-founder insists that they have longer than we think. I'm hmm. not going with the OceanGate co-founder. So there's a bunch of different theories. Like, Which one do you believe like happened? You know, there's one that they're stuck in the Titanic. There's one that, like, you know, it immediately something went wrong in oxygen and maybe it imploded. Uh, not, neither. I think they are lost. And, and they lost power. And now without oxygen. But maybe they um, passed away for other reasons. It's really cold down there. Yeah. Like, there are things that could have happened in the last few days. Um, but now without oxygen, like, I think that's it. I sincerely hope, I don't know if it's like a bad thing to say that like they passed away quickly, like day one, like, because I was watching a TikTok, which of course, you know, means nothing, but the girl sounded like she knew what is up. Like if they are in fact, you know, lost without power at the bottom of the ocean, like the conditions, it's freezing down mm -hmm. there because of like the, um, the temperature and the sea level, it's probably started, um, like real, uh, like a lot of condensation inside the vessel so it's like freezing cold water kind of pouring not pouring in but like dripping in there's no seats and it's a round vessel so they have nowhere to like lean there's like not really a real bathroom um there's not a ton of food and there's limited oxygen and then there's also just like a bunch of people you don't know and it's probably pitch black um if the power went out and down there it is pitch black yeah so um like the conditions of just being in there are really like terrible mm -hmm. <sighs> i don't know what i think happened I don't think they're stuck inside the Titanic. Like, that's what people think. They went right, down there. The, and they maybe, like, something, like, snagged at them. Right. Or, like, they, some people say they maybe got caught on, like, a fishing net or yeah. something. I don't know. I don't think that's it. I think, like, we've, we saw how the thing was built. It's so janky. Because also, it's like, if they did get down to the Titanic, why did they lose contact after an hour and a half? Right. It's like the machine let them broke. Yeah. yeah. And... I think that's also like the worst case scenario. Like the machine broke, but they're still chilling in there. Yeah. I don't Unfound. know. But if they didn't chart off course for some reason, how come we can't find them? How come we couldn't find them in the last four days? If the machine broke, wouldn't they just be like Floating. going where the ocean takes them? Yeah. But they started, the, they knew after an hour and a half that they were missing. Like how far could they have gotten? And also, oh, I didn't can, realize they knew after an hour and a half. You can use like weather patterns and like wave yes. patterns to predict where something would we'll end, end up. up. So if they were on their way down and they lost power, then like you can use math I didn't to realize, figure out where they would go. I didn't realize that they like it went wrong only an hour and a half in. Yeah. Damn, that is so scary. Like, ugh, I can't think about it for too long. Like, because like the let's say like the theory that they're like all in there alive, like using the oxygen and like it's too like more like that's sounds like horrible like like a, what nightmares are made of yeah and i just can't believe that this thing has done the journey like there are people coming forward who were on it like this 
I guess they had like a bunch of YouTubers, not a bunch, but like a few YouTubers over the course of the last few years come and do it to like promote Ocean Gate on like if they have like, you know, maritime channels mm -hmm. and they have content that like is very, you know, oceany. Um, and so like all the people who have done it, I, they're all coming up on my TikTok. It's just like, I thought this was like the, fir like the first mission. No, the maiden voyage. Right. It was not, but it was the Titanic's maiden voyage. It was, mm -hmm. yes. And then you were just telling me about one of the... Oh, right. What's so crazy. So Stockton Rush, who's the CEO of the Ocean Gate Company, who's on the submersible. His wife is a direct descendant of Isidore and Ida Strauss, who were first-class passengers on the Titanic, who, if you saw the movie Titanic, there's a couple based on them because they both stayed on the ship and died together in the Titanic. You see them, like, in bed, in bed. together because um, he wouldn't take a place on a lifeboat in place of a woman or a child, and she wouldn't be without him. So she gave her fur coat and her seat to her maid who lived and was on a lifeboat and the two of them died together. Oh, so I was going to say, how do we know that that, that they were like in bed together? Cause the maid, we don't, I don't know that we don't know that we're, they were in bed together. I think that's just how like James Cameron saw Got it. Got it. But that they went down together with the ship and that they wouldn't oh God, I'm literally going to cry. Like yeah. that's so sad. And then they're the, they started Macy's Kings. Yeah. Oh wait, before, before. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you were saying like the maid went on to start Macy's. I'm like, oh my God, I love that for her. <laughs> no, the Strausses started it. Macy's. That's and such a sad, sweet story. Yeah, sad, sweet story. And like direct descendant of them, like daughter's son, son's daughter right. was Wendy Rush. No, I'm telling you, Rush's wife. the Titanic is cursed. Okay, like, but let me ask you like a really weird question. Like, do you think it's just a coincidence that this guy's obsessed with the Titanic and he married? <gasps> No, I don't think it's a coincidence. That's an amazing question. Like maybe on their first date, like he found that out about her. And, like, or maybe he just... sought her out. He's so wealthy. He was like, find me the most beautiful woman who's currently a descendant of, of someone on the Titanic. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think they were on their first date. And like, he's definitely like a history. He's obviously like maritime, mm -hmm. cares about the Titanic. And that probably was the thing that like, was like, oh my God. No, by the way, that's literally the craziest thing I've ever heard. I didn't even <laughs> think about it, but you're 100% right. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. Oh my God, this story gives me such a pit. Like, I guess Dumois was wrong. <laughs> if there was ever a time for her to be right, like this, this would be it. This would have, should have been it. Would have, could have, should have. Um, I like, I'm so Pittsville obsessed. Like I can't stop consuming. I refresh the Daily Mail front page every like time I remember. Cause I'm like, is there an update? Oh, another theory, which is honestly, just as scary as that. Like they popped back up on the surface somewhere, but this thing is bolted from the outside. It's 17 bolts that can only be opened from the outside. So maybe they did resurface like a couple miles down the shore and they're chilling up above the water, but they can't even get out. So if they don't find them and they run out of oxygen. But now that they're up above the water, do they still need all that oxygen? Yes. It's, it's completely sealed. Oh. Another theory is that but there they was- they have like hell, they are traversing. I know. But the the, another theory is that um, there was just a leak. Like a hole. Yeah, a hole and it like flooded and. And sunk. And, and that's obviously a terrible way to go too. But I think in, in like, quicker. in the list of, you know, all the possibilities here, it's not the worst one. Mm -hmm. So uh, nobody knows, you know, every expert is on every news channel and they're all saying different things. But also like if it was what you said, you know, they're there for four days, they could cut the oxygen. Like maybe they know they're not getting found. I mean, but you know, would you give up that hope like immediately and like, kill everyone and by to the way die immediately you would, to, but in like, a more peaceful way for sure or but they're like but what if they find us tomorrow you know 
Yeah. And then that's where like human nature comes in because it's five people. They all have to agree. Yeah. And, you know, a guy is sitting there with his son. So he's not going to be like, yeah, let's all kill ourselves. He has this 19-year-old son. He's going to be like, no, we need to give a fighting chance for my son. But what if he's watching his son suffer? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know what went on. We'll never know what went on inside. And like that, it will haunt me. Yeah. Well, if they find it, we'll, we'll have know. some answers. Cause of death. Which would let us know time, day. Yeah. It's so terrible. I've seen a lot of people being like really um, like rude about this no, whole thing. There's a lot of jokes going around. No, and like, you know what? I can, I, I don't mind the jokes. Like it's like whatever. But like some people are just being like really dismissive and rude because like these are all billionaires and it's like, okay, like I'm jealous too, but like they shouldn't die. No. It's really sad. It is really sad. And the stepson just keeps making news. He does. People he's like. He's tweeting at OnlyFans. He he's, said. He's he, tweeting at Cardi B. He's tweeting at Travis saying like, hey, I would love to come backstage. Um, the stepson. Make you feel better. Yeah, no, he's clearly like a little um, like socially off. Yeah. So I think we need to give him like a little bit of grace. But he also, uh, somebody needs to take his phone away. Like his stepmother, perhaps. Like somebody needs to take the phone away. Yeah. I saw um, him was making some Instagram stories. He responded to Cardi B because Cardi B was like talking about this thing. She's like, it's so crazy. Did anybody see the stepson? go to the Blink-182 concert. She's like, go home. Like, your family needs you. And he was like, I knew you were a bad musician, but I didn't know you were classless. Like, he's, like, fighting with her. It's so weird. This is just, like, it's giving, like, this is not real, you know? Yeah. No, it's not. But um, we'll keep you posted. Hopefully we get some news, any Soon. news over the weekend, and we'll know more on Monday, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Shifting gears in a major way. Kendall shifting Streisands in a major shifting way. Shifting Streisands. I miss that angel. I know. He's so sweet. Can I bring Bruno to the studio? It's been a while. Yeah. He would love to be here. Yeah. Get, he getting his ass up. here. Sitting with his arm around me here. Ugh, oh, my angel Streisand. Kendall Jenner says she's always felt out of place in her family. Quote, I didn't choose this life. Kendall didn't choose a life of fame. She was born into it. The family supermodel explained how she's made peace with life in the spotlight alongside her famous family. So she is on the cover of WSJ Magazine's summer digital issue. A lot of photos. Really beautiful quotes. photos. Yeah. She said, since I was really young, I felt out of place in my family. I was born into this life, but I didn't choose this life. She added, I'm not built for this by any means. I'm not good at it. I do it and I've learned how to do it. So I, I think a lot of people are like taking these quotes and being like, pick me energy. Um, and I think there might have been a time where like I didn't really understand Kendall and I would have rolled my eyes at this too. But like I kind of do understand what she's saying. And I think there's like a, there's a history, especially on the show, of her like really not dealing well at all with what she does for a living. Um so I don't like have sympathy for her because like she's very blessed. But I, I get what she's saying. And she's not built for this. Like the way that like, you know, scandals happen and, and like Kim and Chris, like they belly up. Like they were made for this. Kendall is not. Like Kendall is like, she's just not. Yeah. I Most people aren't. I agree. I feel like I was watching the show last week and I feel like she do she doesn't even model as much anymore. Like she has 818 and I think she just like tries to hang out with her friends and ride her horses and like she does like a be, few like big campaigns but she's not doing every show yeah, like not like she used to so I'm sure she's found like a balance yeah. that works for her and agreed it's not like you know we're all gonna be crying tears that Kendall didn't choose this right. life but like she's allowed to talk about her it's life so true it's so and true and how she feels about it no but I actually think 818 was probably one of the better better things that ever like happened to her because it's extremely successful like it's 
everywhere. I think it's valued like super, super. Like I think it it could be one of the things that makes her a bit, the next billionaire. Um, and I think it's uh, it's allowed her the luxury to turn down a bunch of things and do like one long champ thing a year, yeah, and then go ride her horses. It's a better work life balance, yeah. And, and being I think a model is hard in its own way. Yeah. Aside from like you know the constant working and traveling and this and that, like it's you know tough on your body, yeah, so and your mental health, yeah. Um, not us feeling bad for models. <laughs> um, also, no, you've modeled a few times and it's hard. No, by the way, I have immense respect for models. It's literally the worst job. Like fisherman or model, model. Um, like especially if you're like a deeply self conscious person, which which I think even models are. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no control over like how they dress you and how they do your makeup, and it's like you're comfortable in like what you know, and they want to put you in like this pink getup, and you're like, no, please give me black. Like it's really like anytime I've ever like been on a set for like like I've been on a set like making you know doing photos like for our headshots like that's, and it, I'm in control. You're in control for another brand like. Hell on earth. I literally hated every minute of it. It's really bad. It's horrible. And it's like your, your time is not your own. Yeah. Your body is not your own. Your face is not your own. Your hair is not your own. Like it's really like not fun. Models are people too. No, it's so true. Like not me sitting here like feeling bad for models and Kendall Jenner. I'm a, truly a changed woman. You are. Because this is so something I would have rolled, rolled my eyes out. At, rolled my eyes at. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of the girls back to 818 are investors in 818. The sisters? Yeah. So I think this will be really good for all of them. Remember they had that like investors meeting and they were all there. Oh, it wasn't like an investors meeting. I mean, maybe it was, but like if you had an investors meeting for, I don't know, Turdy Lou Global, I would be there because I'm your sister. Well, bitch, you better be an investor. <laughs> no, but like- no, but by the way, no, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure it's like a fact. Like they all invested. But you're not talking about that dinner. I, I think the fact that they were at a dinner for her brand. I'm not talking about the one on the show. Oh, okay. No, no. I knew you. Okay. Like, like a year ago, there were all those paparazzi pictures. It was like the eight, and they had like rented a house, and they had like a big board meeting. That was on the show. That was the one from the show. The outfits were the same. Oh. Yeah. Well, they're all investors. Like, it's like it's known. But maybe it's, not every single, maybe not like Courtney, but. Aside from that dinner, though. Like, t- take the dinner out of it. Uh, yes, it's a fact otherwise. Very cool. Yeah. And I think that's something they recently started doing. I think at first, when they were starting businesses, like, I don't think anybody invested in Kylie Cosmetics. Big mistake. Huge. She didn't need investors. Right. Um, and I don't know if anybody invested in skims. Yes, everyone is invested in skims. The girls? Oh, this is, oh, sorry. I thought you just meant investors. No, I'm talking about the family. Like, I know they used to go out and get investors for things. Yeah. But now, like, they can be their own investors. And I think a lot of them invested in 818. I think maybe that was, like, their first foray into that, which is smart. And maybe now they're all investors in Lemmy. That's interesting. I'm going to need more proof. Okay. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Okay. But I think it would be really nice. Yeah, no, it's smart. Yeah. You want to invest in Camper and Counselor? Sure. Can I get a steak? It's the number one children's book. Is it not too late? I guess it is too late because now we're successful. So like. Yeah, it's so easy to get on board. Yeah. When you're the number one children's what about book. When, do you want to take a chance on an unknown children's book? By the way, I 100, by the way, I would have 100% if you needed money, which you didn't. And second of all, uh. Who has been a bigger champion since day one no. of the camper and the counselor than no. me? Uh, I pretty honestly, I should get equity for how much like positive energy I've put out there for you. It's so true. I'm and obsessed. We'll, we'll talk about it on the Patreon, okay? Because like, people are like, "Oh my God, is Margo like just so um, excited Flattered. that like, you wrote a book about her?" I'm like, "She's a snitch." She's like, "Oh, cool." She's thanks. like, "Oh, just another thing like made in in my image." So awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Send me a copy. <laughs> 
she's too cool for her own good. That's snitch. I know, but that's why she. That's, that's why, why she is the counselor. That's why books are written about her. It's so true. It's she's kind of like Daisy Jones. Like yeah, it's just like wild child. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Which is yeah. something that Claudia and I have been talking about, and we have questions. Oh, I have so many questions. So Jennifer Lawrence poses on the red carpet for her new movie, No Hard Feelings. She brought her parents to the event, and that's really cute. She looked amazing in a one-shoulder Dior gown. She's looking, like, incredible. She took, like, a major chunk of time off. She had a baby, obviously. And she just came back looking snatched to the motherfucking gods, like that perfect face. Yeah, she looks amazing. She is amazing. But what is this movie? Yeah, okay. So I remember, I literally remember where I was when I first saw a poster for this movie, and I was so confused. I was in an Uber. We were heading down to the South Street Seaboard to have lunch with Harry and you, remember? Uh-huh. Me and Ben were in this Uber. We pull, and like, you know those billboards that are like on construction sites? Yeah. It was like, you get a free car if you go out with my son. And I'm, it looked like a Craigslist ad because that's like the premise of the movie. And I'm like, is that Jennifer Lawrence? I'm like, is this a prank? I'm like, is this a movie? It took 15 minutes for me to realize it's a movie. And now there was a premiere last night and there's been like all these commercials and she's on buses and stuff. And I'm so confused. Like, what is this movie? Um, it's like a, obviously like a rom-com. It's yeah. giving like early Miles Teller energy. It's giving like failure to launch like 10 Kind years, of. Kind, like she's out of my league movie. Kind of. I encountered this movie because a few weeks ago I saw a trailer for it and I'm like, am I in a time machine? No, I was so, it's literally, it's the most confusing am thing. Am I in a time machine where Jennifer Lawrence is doing like slapstick yeah. comedy movies that don't even get made anymore. Project X vibes. Yeah. Movies that like were popular 15 years yeah. ago. And she looks 15 years younger. Like she yeah. looks so young these days. Uh-huh. I'm like, am I in a time? Am I a time traveler? So she's clear. She's like an Academy Award winning actress. Everything she does is like she doesn't do anything bad. And there's a few. Like what? I know Mother. you don't. Mother. Okay. Even though it wasn't for us, like is beyond critically acclaimed. Like, really? Yeah. It's like it's considered a great film. And I don't get it. But yeah. So this is like a deeply uh, selective person. She has the luxury to do that. I have to imagine this movie's incredible. Like, I know it sounds so crazy, but that's the only way that this would make sense. I have heard it premiered last night. I've actually heard it's hysterical. I don't know if that's just from, like, people being paid to say that. I don't know. I'm so confused. And the only way this would make sense if this is if this ends up being the most hilarious movie. And the thing is... But even if it's the funniest movie, why... I don't know. Like, how do you go from Silver Linings to this? And American Hustle. Yeah. She's just clearly, like, she's the type of gal who does one movie a year. It's the biggest movie of the year. It wins all the Oscars, and she gets nominated every year. Joy. Joy! I fucking love Joy. I don't know. I I just, I need answers. I have, like, maybe a few theories. One, like, the paycheck was just too much. But, like, how for a a romp? Like, how would they have all this money? to get Jennifer Lawrence to do a movie that she wouldn't want to do. Maybe like, I don't know, some, in her personal life, she's just like, I'm kind of tired of these dramas. Serious. Like, I just want to have fun. Possible. That's very possible. Maybe she's bringing the rom-com back, which I'm so here for. It's so random. No, I'm so confused. Like, I need it explained to me by like a Hollywood, ex- I need a studio exec, like, come on the podcast and explain it. I don't get or it. Or Jennifer herself, like where she was at when... She said yes to this. And also, you have to see the movie now because you yes. need to let us know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I plan to. And I love J-Law. Love. So I just, I needed to make sense. I hate when things don't make sense. I'm a sensible girl. Mm-hmm. Extremely. So I have questions. 
And hopefully this film holds the answer. Maybe it's like the best movie of all time. Like that's the only way this would truly make sense. Maybe. Or like who's the director? Maybe it's a friend. Yeah, you're saying maybe this was a favor? Yeah, or like, oh my God, you, my friend who I love and I love their work is doing like this cool project. They want me to be in it. Like Maybe Cook got her involved, you know? But he's so artsy. Yeah. This is so, so non-artsy. Un- so non-Cook approved for sure. Yeah. Maybe she's rebelling against the last few years that have been like so artsy. Right, like you think I'm so perfect and artsy? I I'll show you. Commercial. We just, I'm spiraling. Like I need... I need a concrete answer as to what's going on here. If anyone's seen the movie, I don't even know if it's out yet, but like drop a comment. How yeah. is it? Agreed. But you're going to go see it. I will. I will. Okay. Great. Speaking of movies, our next story. Is it the movie that speaking of the next story is brought to you by Lululemon? Yep. Fabulous. Lululemon shorts were made to stretch, flex, and support the infinite ways of working out, giving you the courage to leap into something totally new and unexpected. So Lululemon is known for everything. You know, it's the place to go, especially in the summertime, for their shorts. So uh, we love the Hottie Hot short. It's the short with a comfortable range of motion and a flattering fit. They allow you to max your stride so you can move freely with confidence. The lightweight, swift fabric lets in airflow so you can move without baggage. It's designed to wick away sweat before you even notice that it's there. Carry your essentials with two perfectly placed and very discreetly placed pockets as well. They also have the Wonder Train short, which is a fabulous short. It's the short with supportive stretch that also keeps you dry. It's powered by Everlux fabric. The Wonder Train collection manages heat and sweat so that you stay comfortable and focused. So the material is sweat wicking, quick drying. It's very breathable. It's perfect for this time of year. You know, our nether regions are getting moist. We've got crevices and creases aplenty. And we've got to keep them safe during this time of year. And Lululemon knows that. They're also keeping the undercarriage of your man safe as well because the Pacebreaker short are their best-selling men's shorts. It's a versatile short that's up to any challenge. The fabric is super super lightweight, so you can train, move, and stretch how you want. Secure storage means that you can keep things close without feeling them bounce around. Each pair of pacebreaker short is designed to wick away moisture, so all that's left behind is your intention. Get into the Lululemon shorts at lululemon.com. That's L-U-L-U-L-E-M-O-N.com. Lululemon is a trusted a trusted friend, especially during the summertime. Today's episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets for your favorite events should not be stressful, yet here we are. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. So forget planning months in advance. That's so me. Like, if something's going on tonight, I'll buy a ticket tonight, you know? Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. If you're traveling, it's so great to have the Game Time app just downloaded on your phone because it's, you know, oh, I'm in Charlotte for the night. What's going down? Maybe I can go to a Bobcats game. You know, things like that. The Game Time guarantee also means that you'll get the best price out there. If you find tickets for the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You're getting images of your seats before you buy. You can buy in a matter of seconds and the tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code TOAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code TOAST, T-O-A-S-T, for $20 off. Download GameTime 
Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. They had um, a bunch of good seats also on Game Time for the Eras Tour, which I was really surprised for because those tickets were really hard to find. But whether you know you're in a new town, you live in a fabulous town, you want to go see Jerry Seinfeld at the Beacon, whatever it is, I've used Game Time for a lot of stuff, specifically Nick Games. Ben loves it because they have really good pricing. Um, game Time, it's the app for tickets. Game Time. Yeah. And when Claudia sings the national anthem somewhere, you'll get your tickets on game time. Oh, brief update. I have been offered um, not one, but two opportunities. I, I need to make my call out a little more specific. Yeah. I need you to sing in New York. Yeah. In the tri-state area because I'm going. Yeah. And I can't go to Oakland. So I saw an email from both the Oakland A's and the Orlando Magic, and I'm so grateful. But Jackie needs to be there. Okay, so. or you could do Orlando Magic. What sport is that? Basketball. Oh, like in the fall. Sure. I mean, basketball's not even in season right now. Right. So, I think so that, would would, to, that would actually be great for me. Yeah, but like I'm a New Yorker. And so I think if I'm going to do it anywhere, like I have to do it here. But like you could do it more than once. So book Orlando Magic for the fall. We'll okay. go. Maybe I'd do like a tour. But you, we need Turdy singing the National Anthem this summer in New York or the I just surrounding say, area. Like I just want to say like... I really don't want to do it. It's like, like, honestly, it's not for you. It's for I the know. country and it's for me. Like when I got that email from the Oakland days, which I was so flattered about, like I kind of got a pit. Like, t- like I don't, like I'm just scared. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to be amazing. And you're going to practice. Yeah, I need to like, I need I need a few weeks so I can get, get on with my um, vocal coach. Or if someone drops out last minute, she'll be there. Yeah, in New York. In New York. Or the land of the free. And the home of the brave. And it looks so ugly when I sing. I'm going to have to work on my face. Don't worry about that. Okay. Are there any sports in season right now other than baseball? You got the wrong girl. I don't know. So true. Football's coming back. In the fall. But football, oh my God, sorry. No, I, I, don't I literally, do I want her to eat. At Mets Shea Stadium. Well, I want it to be baseball so that you can throw the first pitch and we can do like a duo thing. No, I know, but I'm not going to ask, like, I'm not going to get crazy. Like, I just need you singing the national anthem no, somewhere. I think we that do, if I, I have to do it, you have to do it too. No, I would, I, listen, I would do it in a heartbeat, but like, I also know, you know, we can't get everything on our ask list. Yeah, that's true. So I need you singing the national anthem in New York this summer where I can go. Okay. Okay, I'm putting that out there. Okay. It really shouldn't be so hard. You guys heard her yesterday. She sounded unreal. It really shouldn't be so hard. I did perform at Madison Square Garden. Like, I'm kind of like an MSG artist. No, but this is you working on your singing career now. Yeah. Like, you kind of are starting from the ground floor. Right. I, I mean, you know what? I've done it once. I'll do it again. I, I started as a comedian, you know, just trying to be taken seriously. Now here I am. <coughs> Next up, the Grand Ole Opry. Next up, another movie news. Priscilla trailer <laughs> drops. Sofia Coppola. This is so weird. Tells like, a different kind of Elvis biopic starring Jacob Elordi and Kaylee Spanny. So the trailer dropped and the new pictures, honestly, they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looks good. I mean, Jacob Elordi is a great selection for Elvis. Sofia Coppola is a queen. Like, I'm sure it'll be a great film, but like, what is with this timing? Like, it's just, it's so random after like all the Elvis fanfare for literally two years. I know, but that's just how things go. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. Plus, between that and like then Riley Keough coming up and yeah. um, Lisa Marie passing away, yeah. like it's just been a lot of, of Elvis. Elvis news. Yeah. Personally, like I wasn't a not a, not a fan, but I just didn't participate well, in Elvis you weren't culture enthused, like, until I saw the movie, and it made a fan out of me. So I feel like whatever they're doing is really and this working. film is obviously like more centered on Priscilla's story. Yeah, which Priscilla was kind of like silenced in the regular Elvis one. 
Yeah, she it wasn't about it was her. Elvis, who's playing um, Kaylee Spanny, who I don't know, but she looks gorgeous. Okay. And I read Priscilla's book. Oh yeah. And so, and I you think she has a story to tell? Oh, for sure. How can you be married to the king of so rock Priscilla and roll? So Priscilla is Riley's grandmother, who she just sued. Yes. Got it. I don't think they'll cover that in the movie, but no, it's clearly it's set it's set when Elvis was alive, correct? Or does it span? Yeah. No, like their wedding. Cute. Yeah, and it's ba- oh, it's based on her memoir that I read. Oh. Great. And will it be in theaters? Is that is it that type of movie? Yeah, it's Sofia Coppola. Or like um, it's not like a Netflix. Uh, it doesn't say that it's going anywhere specific. All right, I guess I gotta head to the theaters. Yeah. What's the Jennifer Lawrence movie called again? No Hard Feelings. So weird. So, all right, maybe I'll do a double feature back to back, a rainy Sunday, you know? I once did that. It was like my dream to see two movies. Like, I think I was there. At the movies. Molly's Game? Molly's Game and then Greatest, Greatest Showman. Showman. Yeah, I was But there. it wasn't my first time seeing Greatest Showman. And I found it to be really difficult. I couldn't process the first movie. Right. Like, I just seen Molly's Game, which is like an amazing movie, and now I have to take in Greatest Showman. You need like a lunch break schedule. Do you need like. 11 a.m. movie. It's like a rainy Sunday. You wake up, you go to the movies at 11 a.m. 11 to 1, you watch a first movie. 1 to 2, you have lunch. 2.15. I don't even know if it's enough time to process. Like, especially, it depends on what movie you're seeing. Yeah. But, like, for me, Molly's Game, like, there was so much to think about. Molly's Game was a real, you know, provocative film. So, like, I'm sitting in Graham's showman. I'm thinking about Molly's Game. I was... I was overwhelmed. We light it up. We won't come down. And the sun can't stop us now. Watching it come through. It's taking over you. Oh. I haven't seen The Greatest Showman in a while. It's so good. It really is. I think I watched it like so many times in the first like two years that it came out. I kind of got sick of it. Now I think enough time has passed where like I really need to see it again. And you know who needs to see it? Like now Kayla needs to get into her Greatest Showman era. (gasps) Kayla's in her High School Musical era courtesy of Auntie. I knew she would love it and she's obsessed. She says that... She is Gabriella, mom is Sharpay, and dad is Ryan. <laughs> she's That's so funny. really funny. No, she's obsessed. Like, I was watching, I was like, the last time I went down to Florida, I had just been watching High School Musical, and I love that final scene of the third film. It's so beautiful, and it's so well done. And I was thinking, I was like, Caleb would love this final scene. Like, it's so colorful. There's dancing, there's singing, it's outside. So I put on the final scene, and the way she was obsessed, I left the next day. Olivia was like, she keeps screaming, High School Musical, High School Musical. Now they've watched every, they watch every film like every night, one, two, and three. She's obsessed. She loves one, two. Yeah. But there's nothing quite like that final scene. I want the rest of no, my They each of build up. Like, the yeah. one is so good. Yeah. Okay, two is a little weird, but it's still like has it's, elements it's that good. are better than one in terms of like production. They had more money. They had like, you know, we're traveling. The country club. And then three is just like an amalgamation in all cylinders. And it had like big movie budget. And it had heart. I don't feel like two had heart. I completely but agree. But one had heart. Two, they were like really trying to come between Troy and Gabriella, which like who needs that? Three is like literally you could cry. Yeah. Like at the end. Mm-hmm. I want the, it captures that, it just that like nostalgic adolescence. Like, you know, your whole life is in front of you, but you're like so sad that it's ending. It's really. It's kind of like the camper and the counselor. It is, but it's also like that quote, you know, there's no one older than a high school senior or younger than a college freshman. Exactly. I love that. I never heard that. Really? Yeah. It hits the nail on the head. Yeah. Because you think you know everything when you graduate high school, and then you go to college and you're like, I'm so young. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. Because you don't know anything so true <laughs> and is that scary because like i think back you think you know everything now 
No, like 10 years ago, I was like, no one can tell me fucking shit, bitch. Like, I run this town. Uh-huh. Um, I was literally like an ogre running this town. <laughs> like, I was a big, you were dumb an ogre running the swamp. Literally. <laughs> I was this big, dumb, idiot loser, knew nothing. But you couldn't tell me shit, bitch. Like, I knew fucking everything. Now I'm like, oh, wow, I really knew nothing back then. But now I know everything. In 10 years, I'm gonna be like, you're a fucking moron. No, I think it starts the curve of like, you know, extreme learning it does start to level Plateau. but like so you're not going to have that exact same feeling 10 years from now as you do about you today like you are okay. m- more similar than you t- you today and you in 10 years are more similar than, than you me today, today and, and me you- 10 years ago yeah, exactly. yeah. no facts are you ready Faxio. For- <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for our fifth and final story yeah i just love when you get to that stage in pregnancy where like you can't really laugh so hard yeah and it makes like every little giggle you you giggle so much more exaggerated and it's like I didn't even say anything that funny but like you were laughing so hard because you're like pregnant and it just it makes me funnier I don't know that I was laughing like so hard no but like you okay. were for like for like how dumb of a joke I made like Faxio and you were like <laughs> like you really laughed I did laugh that we can agree on this okay. magnitude it's so toxic oh my god I can't <laughs> that was fun. this is a toxic workplace for sure for sure I wouldn't have it any other way me neither are you ready for our fifth and final story Yes. Elon Musk picks Vegas as a destination for his cage match challenge with Mark Zuckerberg. I can't really, I can't get involved in like moronacy like this. I'm obsessed. Is moronacy a fight, word? Fight, fight, You're fight. literally going to pull up. You're going to, you're like that kid in high school who has like braces. <laughs> and you have like your phone out and you're like, you weigh like 60 pounds and you're going to be like, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Since Twitter owner and Tesla CEO Elon Musk suggested Las Vegas for the location of a cage match after reportedly being challenged to a fight by Facebook co-founder Mark Zuckerberg. It's like two of the world's like biggest losers. Like the like the way that they look. Like come on. No, but I feel like weirdly they would both be in shape for some sort of fight. Like I think Mark Zuckerberg probably like, does like jujitsu. Yeah. Elon Musk probably does Krav Maga. They both, like, they literally have this, like, they're paler than ghosts. Like, they have this skin of, like, a young Victorian child. They look so weak. Uh, watching these two fight, it's honestly, I know it's taking place in Vegas. It really should take place in Loserville. Like, <laughs> Well, Elon tweeted Vegas Octagon late Wednesday. He was responding to an Instagram post by Mark Zuckerberg, who had shot back with a message of send me location after... The Tesla boss confirmed he was up for a cage match in Vegas. No, I mean, if we if, if these two are fighting, like my money is 100 percent on Elon. Just because of like the way that they look. Build. Build. Elon is a little bit broader. Bigger. The other one is so slim. And I'm like, Mark Zuckerberg is like, it's just a big time weenie. Like, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has never had an original thought in his life. Like, everything Mark Zuckerberg has ever accomplished has been stolen from someone else. Like, he just doesn't give me, like, fighter vibes. No, he doesn't give me fighter And I know vibes. your brain has, like, nothing to do with, like, how well you would fight. But, like, I think I would trust Elon's, like, full full thing more than than Mark. Yeah, but, like, it reminds me of um, Love and Death, where it's, like, what's her name? Betty and and Candy, candy. like, like candy, candy was smaller, smaller but in her in her brain yep. like she was a fighter yep 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 no I completely agree like yeah my money's on Elon my money's on Elon for I'm sure. sure Vegas is Vegas has odds on how long and if and when they're gonna find the submersible 
So they definitely have odds already they set. Do. Oh, I saw, I got an email with some odds. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it meant though. It, like people are placing bets no, on. No, no, I didn't. Okay, this is, I'll show you what I got. Okay, I don't know. Oh, it went to our morning toe show email. So you got it too. The fight winner odds. Elon Musk. Min- oh, so now they have odds for, oh, okay, okay. Minus 150 for Wait, Elon. Wait, say that again. Min- Elon minus 150. And Mark Zuckerberg plus 110. They, that means they think Mark Zuckerberg's going to win. No, that, that means Musk is a slight favor. Oh. I, I never how, understand like I lines. don't know how that works. Uh, like I figured if you have the plus, like you're, you're plus. positive. It's more, it's things It's Aladdin. It's not looking negative. Right. <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> you know, um, Elon would win. this will never come to blows. No. But if it did, it would be iconic. It's too bad that neither of these men need the money because like I'm sure pay-per-view would like literally pay them each $100 million to do it. Of course. Yeah, like they pay Logan Paul that, so they'd pay Elon Musk. But these and are these are two people who quite literally can't be bought. No, but maybe for like a donation charity. to charity. I wonder what what moves them. Yeah, that's a good question. Like they're not motivated by money anymore. They're not ma- motivated by like social status, the things that matter to most people. Like, has Mark Zuckerberg ever been to the Met Gala? I believe so. Yes. Hmm. We could give him free tickets. I feel like charity. But they could also like donate if they're yeah. so moved, like they have the money to donate yeah. to charity. I don't know. What do you think it's gonna take? I don't know. I don't think it will happen. But my it's, money's on Elon. It and it's and it's funny. It is funny, like that they're beefing. Yeah. Billionaires. Billionaire tings. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> All right. That's our show. Tis. It's our final in-studio episode for the week. Tomorrow is a remote audio-only podcast. Thanks for lugging your ass in here two days in a row. I know it's not easy. Um, like yesterday was for you and today was for me. So Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want to do two remote episodes. Like I try to avoid remote as much as possible. Yeah. But tomorrow's remote. It's Friday. Like it's summer. 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 That's our show. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast and Lenny Morning Show. We deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Also, please like us. Like us. We have spot by just public media. Wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Friday, get your copy of the Counselor and Camper. Yes, at the camper and the Counselor dot com. Also available on Amazon and Target and Walmart. Amazon and Target and Walmart. Bye. Barnes and Noble, Trulia, and Indie Bound. Indie Bound. Now, bye. bye. Love ya. Bye.